Jesus invested in that group of people and trusted them to get the job done. And even though they were they were messed up and flawed, they I mean the book of Acts records they did a pretty amazing job. And here we are today talking about those those men and women that Jesus empowered. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we talk about how you and your organization can take your next step in your leadership journey. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast, where we still have no sponsors, but that's okay. Um, today's podcast is sponsored by the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. You should download all of our previous episodes because we have so much fun, don't we? And we today, do. it really is. Cole, fun. I've already forgot. You just told me what, what's today's what's the topic today? People versus product. People versus product. Now, the reason this particular podcast is special is because I literally. Don't know what's coming. I have no notes in front of me. Um, we like it that way. Well, you like it that way. Yep. Um, let's be honest. Uh, because typically you send me the notes, but you refuse to do it today. So <laughs> we'll see what happens uh, with this one. I People, might not be here for the next podcast. It's so. highly possible. I'm just kidding. It's highly possible. Pray for Cole. Hashtag. <laughs> you ready? I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Cool. Let's do it. So I... I've only really ever worked in churches. Um, that's all I really know. But I love this topic because I think it, it really pertains to anybody in a church, organization, business, team, whatever. Right. Um, but w- some something that I've kind of experienced when it comes to leadership in churches is there's kind of these two categories that uh, leaders will, I guess, operate from mm-hmm. or start from. Mm-hmm. Um, on one hand, you have people that are focused on the end product that they put out. Um, and that's kind of where they start. They, they really, they, they put their resources into that. They put their time into that. It's all about the product we put out at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Mm-hmm. And we're, I'm going to get into some of the maybe possible problems with that in a little bit. But on the other hand, you have people that leaders that will start from the perspective of we're going to care about our people first. Mm-hmm. And those leaders would say, like, we want our people to feel valued. We want people to stay a long time. We want people to be paid well. We want people to be healthy, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I, I think those sometimes can be opposing uh, viewpoints, you right, could like say. Right, like a dichotomy thing. Yeah. And so really what I kind of what I want to do for the next, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes is I want to make I have five statements written down here, okay. And I want to, I want to just see what you think about them. Okay, is that okay? I love it. Let's try it out. Let's try it out. Here we go. Number one, churches or organizations that care about product uh, hire quickly, and they hire to fill positions. Um, and churches and organizations that care about people focus on hiring great people and will take more time to find the right person. Totally agree. I I told uh, Heidi, who's our executive pastor, yesterday that I would rather have nobody in a position than the wrong person in a position. Because if you have the wrong person in a position, you got to go back and and undo a lot of what they did. Yep. Um, the only person that I've ever heard, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'll say this. <laughs> only person I've ever heard say, you know, you know. 
hire, hire quickly. You need to hire quickly, hire quickly. I heard, I heard Seth Godin say that one time. And the problem with that is nobody works for Seth. Like he, <laughs> he don't have anybody. That would be like me talking about how to, how to be a dancer. <laughs> when you look at me, you don't think there's a dancer. Nobody's ever thought that in their life. I'd like to see you dance. Um, I saw you dance at your wedding. I did dance at my wedding, and I know awesome. how. I know how to do the electric slide, and I know how to do the wobble, and I know how to do the fancy like dance. But on those latter two, I watched YouTube videos for over an hour to learn how to do those. Wobble, baby, wobble, baby, wobble, baby. It's amazing. Yeah, but no. Going back to your original statement, I agree um, that you would rather hire slowly and find the right person. Hundred um, percent. It and it takes time. It takes time to find. Now, every once in a while, the right person will just show up. It's it's pretty amazing. Yeah. But it you want the you want to make sure it's right for them. It's right for the culture. It's right. I I don't. You could bring the most talented person in the world into our church, and if they didn't fit the culture, I wouldn't hire them. Yeah. I think something else that kind of in this that you do really well too is that you kind of like I said like. I've seen people that just hire to like fill a position and mm -hmm. what you do really well is you, you see a really great person and you're like, we're going to make a position around you. Cause you're amazing. It's, it's kind of like the athlete, like recruiting the athlete. It's like, okay, they could play quarterback. They could play wide receiver. They could play running back. They could play safety. I don't know what they're going to play, but you know what? They're, they're a five star. So yeah. let's get them on the team. hundred percent. Hmm. Absolutely. Believe that with all my heart. I love it, man. Thank you. Here we go. Let's keep going. Let's do it. Uh, leaders that that care about the product um, usually have people that work for them that are that get burnt out quickly, mm -hmm. and leaders that focus on their people have um, people that work for them that can't wait to work. Right. Um, a couple things about burnout because it's a very popular subject in ministry. Um, number one, you. You can't get burnt out if you've never been on fire. And I've, I've, I've heard people say, I'm just burnt out, I'm burnt out. And I'm scratching my head going, you're always 10 minutes late for work and you leave 15 minutes early. You've never been on fire. You're not burnt out. You're just lazy. Oh, wow. Um, and then the second thing in, in ministry is it, burnout doesn't – burnout is not a trophy. Yeah. Burnout is not the goal. Oh my gosh, I'm I'm burnout. That that's not the goal. The goal is healthy ministry. Yeah. And um I think if we read the gospels and we see the pace that Jesus took, I mean, none of us have a more important agenda than Jesus. Yeah. But you never see Jesus going, I'm so burnout. I'm so burnout. And if anybody had an, a reason to be burnout, it was Jesus. Yeah. And the kind of my my heart behind writing this one here is I like I feel like, you know, I we all have like multiple jobs here at this church. Right. Nobody just does just one thing. And, but you know, it, I get less tired, less burnout, whatever you want to call it in this job than I have for any other job ever. And so I don't, it's just weird. It's curious to me because I know I'm cared for, you know right. what I mean? Like I know that you love us and it, it, it inspires us to, I think, do more. Well, we work hard and play hard. Yeah. That's, that's the rule around here. Just work hard and play hard but yeah the last thing i want anybody doing is getting burnt out but on the flip side we work hard 
so very hard. Yeah, and it's so, fun. some people use burnout as an excuse to be lazy, and it's yeah. just—I mean, Jesus called people to be a lot of things, but He never said, "Be lazy for me." Hmm. That's good, man. All right, here we go. Uh, leaders, three. yes, leaders that uh, care about their end product um, will invest money into the product. Leaders that care about people will invest more money into their people. Uh, the reason I wrote this one down is because a you lot want of times, race. I get it, man. Dear God, why is that the last ten percent? We just did the core values, cold subliminal message. Dang, bro. man. No, but, on, but for real, churches like I see so many people that you know they get paid nothing. Like, yeah, the the church's motto is God. If you'll keep them humble, we'll keep them poor. Yeah. What do you think about that? I think it sucks. I think I remember. I remember years ago, um, a, a pastor that's very well known uh, was under the microscope for his his house. Mm. Oh my God, his house costs this much money, and he must make this much, and this is how much he's got to make. And somebody asked me about it, and there was an NFL team in that city, and I said, um, "What about the quarterback for that team? What kind of house he live in?" Why isn't anybody asking about that? Well, it's different. I'm like, no, it's not. They're both human. And and by the way, I'll guarantee you that what the pastor does for that town in 20 years will matter way more than what that quarterback does for that town in mm. 20 years. I couldn't wait for you to say it. So so just I mean, that that investing in people is never a bad thing if they're the right people. Yeah. Um, and I would rather I would rather hire somebody, one person. If you hire the right person and you pay them well, they're going to do the job. To replace them, it would take three people. Yeah. It would take three people. So at the end of the day, the, one of the best investments that the church can make is, you know, and, and that's still, I mean, you got to be realistic with your staffing budget. You still need to keep it somewhere between 30 and 40% of your overall budget. That, that's my opinion. That's not like a a Bible verse or anything like that. Yeah. I'm um, just, but just from a business standpoint, you want to keep it somewhere between 30 and 40% of the total budget. But I would rather like right now we got 11 staff, a church, our size, according to the most basic data requires somewhere between 20 and 25 staff. And we have 11 <laughs> and, and it's because we, we pay our staff well and everybody does more than one job and nobody's burnt out. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a great thing. So it's I'm awesome. all about investing in people and making sure they're they're taken care of because the last thing you want your staff doing is is working a second or third job to try to make ends meet. Now, you know, if they're dumb with their money, that's not on you. But yeah. that's a whole different conversation, I guess. Hmm. I don't this next one, I, I know we talk about it a lot, but I think I think leaders that focus on like the end product, um like let's say if you're a leader, you have a staff member that has a problem. It's like your problem gets in the way. Mm-hmm. of the product that we're we're producing. Mm-hmm. Whereas leaders that care about people, your problem, if you have a problem, an issue, whatever, it becomes my priority. Because if you're not operating at 100%, we're, we're not doing what we're supposed to do. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think you do a great job with that. So the statement would be? You're focusing on the people when they have their problems rather than, oh my gosh, you have a problem. It's in, it's in the way of what we're trying to do. So I'm all, yeah. So I, at the end of the day, like leaders that are focused on the end product, it's not a bad thing. We, we, we do Sundays. We've got to have a great Sunday. We, I want to have, 
Um, our vision is to create an environment where people experience the presence of Jesus every single week. And if we don't do that, that's not a success. But on the flip side, I feel like as a leader, if, if I appropriately, and I don't always get this right, but if I appropriately invest in people that we're going to, the end product is just going to happen. Think about this, Cole, I, this just hit me a while ago and I, I've been, think about Jesus his disciples didn't even know the end product for three years. All he did was build into them. Yeah. He invested in them. He took them everywhere. He taught them. They got it wrong. Remember, James and John wanted to like call down fire on a Samaritan village. <laughs> like, you just want to call down fire. And Jesus is like, no, guys, stop. We're not calling fire down on the Samaritans. Smite them. Calm down. Um, that would have been kind of cool to be able to do. I mean, there's been times I wish I could call down fire. I'm just going to be honest with you. Um, but, but they didn't even know. And he did tell them five times on five separate occasions. He said, listen, guys, they're going to take me. They're going to kill me. I'm going to be put in the tomb, but don't worry. I'm going to come back to life. And they didn't understand. And, and it even says in one gospel, like, and they didn't, they were too afraid to ask him about it, yeah. which I'm, I don't blame them. I'd have been too afraid to be like, are you going to be a zombie? I mean, what what is that going like? What's it going to look like? So, but he invested in those twelve guys, and he had he had one go a little rogue, um, but then those twelve guys changed the world. Yeah, but they didn't even know what the mission was for three years. Yeah, which so this leads me to our very last one, which oh, okay. is I, I literally just said like churches and organizations that care more about people. I I believe actually have a better product. And I think this is kind of a problem in our world. And again, I'm I'm want to go past just church, but like there's a lot of people that don't feel taken care of. They don't feel cared about. And I think at the end of the day, those places have higher rates of burnout, higher turnover. Like people don't stay as long. People aren't as loyal. You know, like and they're angry. Yeah, they don't like their job. Like oh my god, there's nothing more miserable than working with a group of people that don't love their job. Yeah, man. And and I've. I've been in those environments. Um, you you said at the beginning of the podcast that you've never worked in anywhere but the church, and I'm like, man, I've I've worked in, I've I've done, I've worked everywhere. I've worked at Hardee's, pizza places, Ryan's, I, and you learned like there 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 was so much that I would love about the job, and it all. It, here's what's funny, Cole. As I look back. I knew I was going to have a good work, good work night or a bad work night, depending on who the manager was. Mm. So my job was still the same. If I was making pizzas, listen, dude, at Little Caesars, you put 24 pepperonis on a large pizza. Now, here's the reason they could do two for one. It's a little, little Caesar secret. Most large pizzas have 48 pe- pepperonis. It's a true story. You count them? Yeah, you had to count them because if you put 25 and the Little Caesars pizza pizza guy came in and caught you doing that, you, you're you going to lose your job. Yeah. <laughs> the little pizza pizza guy. Um, anyway, uh, but that's what's funny. I would be making a pizza. You make the pizza the same way. But whether I was having a good night or a bad night depended on whether Joe was the manager or Bucky, we had a guy named Bucky working at Little from Caesars. the gas station. Yeah, from the so so Joe or Bucky. So if Joe was working, I was gonna have a bad night. 
because Joe was not a good leader. Yeah. But if Bucky was working, we we're gonna have a good night. And here's the deal. Everybody was like, well, Bucky, Bucky, everybody just loves Bucky because he's nice. Yeah, but like the restaurant was cleaner and the pizzas got made faster and customers. Are, I mean, you could you could literally see the difference in the employees. So bring that into church world. The last thing you want as a leader is a bunch of angry people working working on Sunday. Yeah. You know, we love Jesus. <laughs> no, we're pissed it. about it. You know, and it's <laughs> like, whoa, wait. If you love Jesus, inform your face. Let your face know. Um, inform your face. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so, and that's another thing. You know, Jesus, when he was working with the apostles, he had to, he had some, he had some internal work he had to do. Like Matthew and the whole tax collecting thing, that was a thing that Matthew had to get past. He had to kind of work him through it. Um, but at the end of the day, Jesus, I just keep coming back to this. Jesus chose to invest in people. And 2,000 years later, we're sitting in a country that they didn't even know existed at the time, talking about a man that never traveled more than 50 miles from his home, never wrote a book, never led an army, never ran for political office, and yet everywhere on the planet knows his name. Why? Because one of the main reasons is he spent three years and built an incredible dynamic team that, that he then entrusted to change the world. And they didn't get it right all the time. Like they missed it, they delayed. I mean, we're we're human. We're we're that's our that's my only problem. I tell people I'm human. That's my only problem. I'm flawed. Yeah. Uh, you, if I, once I get past this humanity thing, I'll be okay. But until I'm human, I'm flawed. But Jesus invested in that group of people and trusted them to get the job done. And even though they were they were messed up and flawed, they I mean the Book of Acts records they did a pretty amazing job. And here we are today talking about those those men and women that Jesus empowered. So cool, man. When you care about people, I think your product gets better. 100%. 100%. That's you, a great episode, Cole. You like that? Yeah, I love that. It's great. Thank you for you not telling name? me anything about that <laughs> at all. The product. You did good. I appreciate that, Cole. Thank you very That's much. That's why I did it. You always you, do good. Cole, you act shocked that I did good, which worries me a little bit. I mean, I'm so relieved. It's okay. I'm, I'm relieved too, Cole. I, ch- I choose to invest. And you was Cole, even if this podcast was bad, I wouldn't tell you because I'm choosing to you invest. You should. I'm choosing to invest in people. I would probably, yeah, well, that'd be kind of violating every core value that I just listed. So, <laughs> previous episodes. Previous episodes. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. If you've got leadership questions you would like us to answer, podcast at secondchance.is. Podcast at secondchance.is. I almost how do I forget these things? I don't know. You did good. Thank you. And and so shoot us an email and we we will do a QA based on your questions about leadership. I don't know. Listen, I don't know when Jesus is coming back. I don't believe in aliens. And I I don't believe that Lee Harvey Oswald killed JFK. I think it was a multiple thing. And I, we don't know how to get your wife let you buy a motorcycle or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we got that question once. We did. Other than that, shoot us your leadership question. We'd love to take a stab. Thank you so much for joining us on the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Perry Noble Leadership Podcast. We hope you had a blast spending time with us. For more thoughts on leadership, visit Perry's blog at perrynoble.com. Whoa, 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 whoa.